Hello and welcome to JCC. My name is MJ and in today's episode I'm going to be talking about three things. I'm going to be talking about the Gold Cup that's coming this June or also known as the Copa de Oro and the teams that are going to be in it with first being the, the two teams that I'm going to review which are the United States and Mexico. And on for the next day, I'm going to be doing my TV show review over Batman Beyond. And last but not least, I'm going to be doing my NFL Team of the Week for the last segment, the 1968 New York Jets. So let's get to it. And thank you guys for listening. Make sure you subscribe and enjoy. So guys, with the NFL being the offseason, I decided to talk about some other sports for a change. I will still be talking about the NFL, but in the offseason, not that much. I will, be ta- I will be talking about the stories and the draft picks and the trades that are going to be happening or are happening right now. And which, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be talking about soccer, F- FIFA, and the Gold Cup that's going to be coming up this June. I'll be talking about some NBA Toronto Raptors, Dallas Mavericks, San Antonio Spurs, LA Lakers, all those guys. And I'll probably be doing baseball, MLB. I don't know yet. <laughs> Anyways, here goes. So guys, the two teams that I'm going to be talking about today is the United States and Mexico for the Gold Cup preparation slash Copa de Oro. So anyways, it's for the United States, the United States won against Ecuador a few, a few days ago and they, they won one to zero. In which that game was a pretty interesting game. I saw a cool goal happen. So the guy I forgot the guy's name. He kicked the he kicked the the ball between a gap between the goalkeeper and the goalpost, and which he scored. Pretty cool. And but the United States missed four chances to score a goal. And which are they are they ready for the Gold Cup? Winning the Gold Cup, probably. I mean, it's either the United States or Mexico most of the time that wins the Gold Cup. And believe me or not, it's true. Believe me or not, it's true. The only other time that that the, that anyone's won the Gold Cup was Canada, which was back in 2001. So that's a long time ago, basically. And so I would give United States to win the Gold Cup right now. about like a 75% chance of winning it, based off what I saw. And... Yeah, that's a, that's all I have to say about the United States, and in this, in which Ecuador is not going to be in the Gold Cup. If you guys don't know, it's only the North American groups. Ecuador is with the Copa America, and which let's see what else, what else. Oh yeah, uh, now on to the Mexico review. Mexico played against Chile a few days ago. Also, and they won three to one. Pretty very interesting game. It was very fun to watch. They they didn't score anything in the first half. They scored they scored in the second half. People like I think it was I forgot his name, but I know Hector Moreno scored a goal against Chile. So what happened, guys, was in the second half there there was still zero to zero. Then all of a sudden, this guy number seven, I think it was, caused was tripped by by a Chil- uh, Chilean, and which he and which caused which he he tripped him, which caused a penalty. And which that guy, number seven, who got tripped, scored the first goal of the night. And which then it would cause the rest of the goals to happen for Mexico. 
So after that, another guy, I think it was Hector Moreno that scored. And which, yeah, it was Hector Moreno. And then another guy, I forgot his other name, which he scored also. And then Chile scored one, and which that was the rest rest of the game. But anyways, let me go more in depth in the, on the scoring. So, like I said, trip, penalty, we all know how it's going to happen. Well, how that happened. And then what else? The other guy scored. Hector Moreno. And yeah, he did a cool he did a cool goal that was really quick and, and fast. And then the last one was was also really quick and yeah, sorry guys, I don't remember it too much, but I do remember the goals and how some of it happened. And then what else? Oh yeah, Chile scored, yeah. I think it was Arturo Vidal. I don't remember. And yeah, that's about it. Now does Mexico now the chance now the the chances of Mexico winning the gold cup? Be- before Mexico, before this game, Mexico didn't wasn't really doing so good until now. They got a new coach. They fired Carlos Osorio. He's, he now plays for the Paraguay. He's now the coach of the Paraguay national team, and which things have changed. The new guys from from Argentina, and he was the old coach, I think, for the Argentinians. Argentina. All I know is he's doing a good job right now, and he's fixing the team. He's calling all the good people. He's got Andres Guardado, Javier Hernandez, known as Chicharito, of Guillermo Ochoa, which we call Memo Ochoa. And I think of, I don't know if this is his name, right? Chucky Luzano, I think his name, his real name starts with an H. But those he brought all the good guys in which they beat the Copa America champions, which the Copa America, if you don't know, is the championship that takes place in South America. And which, yeah. Now, the chances of them winning is, I would say, 85% chance of winning so far So far, right now. Because, they, because who knows, this is the first game with this guy in which things are different now. And which, yeah. Which that's about it for the Copa America preparation teams. I mean, not Copa America, Gold Cup. I get man, I'm getting these trophies mixed up. Anyways, that's it for the Copa de Oro preparation teams segment, and now on to the Batman Beyond review. Thank you guys for listening, and let's get going. Now on to the TV show review, Batman Beyond. Now, we've all grown up with cartoons in our life. They bring joy to us. Great entertainment. One of these shows that I've seen that brought joy and entertainment to my life is Batman Beyond, which it's about the story of the legacy of Batman, and especially over the ser- the Batman the Animated Series. So what it is about is, is about is in the future, Batman has grown old. But he still has, he still continues to cry, fight crime because he believes in doing the right thing, and which he does, and which to to be able to still fight crime at a, at a old age, he's developed a new bat suit which allows him to give him more power in every way, from energy to to strength. It gives it helps him fight like if he was still in his twenties, and which everything was going good. I wish that suit was really cool that he wore. It was a red. It was it was like a little bit. It's I mean, 
the original suit is always going to be the best, but this suit was really cool. This suit was... It could fly, it could, it could have... It could disguise itself, it can do anything that... Kind of like what Iron Man can do, but like... But I mean, Iron Man is its own, is the best in its own way, but it's back to Batman. Until one day... So he Bruce continues to still fight crime, but... One day something goes horribly wrong, and which for spoilers, this is this is a spoiler. So if you haven't seen the TV show, well, I'm reviewing it, so I'm not gonna. Okay, well, I'm gonna. This is a spoiler alert over a little part of it, so you've been warned. If, if, if so, if you don't want to know, and if you want to see it yourself, go watch it yourself. I recommend it. it's a really good show. But if but if you haven't, and if you haven't, you have been warned about what this part is going to be happening next. So what happens is in episode the first episode rebirth, Bruce goes on to save a lady that's been kidnapped from thugs, but and which everything was going right, but all of a sudden Bruce has a heart attack of because of his old age, in which the thugs hurt him, in which you know that what happens, in which Bruce was about to die, in which, in which it wasn't, in which you know that was. That's not what we want for Bruce. So, but in which the only way Bruce could survive was to go against his number one rule in fighting crime. Save himself. What, which was using a gun. Batman sworn to himself that he could never use a gun. And other thing, and other rules. But I mean, he couldn't use a gun. But he had to. So he used the gun and defend himself. And which the thug left. And which the cops came. And which... They arrested the bad guys in which they freed the girl. And which but Batman was in in like very bad was in a very bad condition. He 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 looked at the gun, he was like shocked to see that he was using it, in which he dropped it and just head back to his bad cave and he said this one word before before the start of the new Batman would happen. Never again. And which never again was a very hard word for me to hear when that happened. I mean, it was sad to see the original Batman that I watched from the Batman the Animated Series to to never again fight crime. Now, he kind of fought crime again in the future, but I mean, not as like we see him back before. So, moving on. I mean, the re- in which the reason why he couldn't fight crime was because of his heart. But moving on. It's somewhere in the 2000, 2013. 30s or something like that. It's in the future. Gotham is no longer Gotham. It has become Neo-Gotham. A futuristic version of the original Gotham. But like... Like imagine like cities like Hong Kong and like New York. But imagine the modern like futuristic together. Something like that. In which... In which that happened. In which new things... New things came. So like new... New crime. New villains knew everything which it was time for a new batman to happen because batman hasn't been around for supposedly last time i remember the story was like 30 years yeah there was no batman for 30 years a lot has changed i mean the original villains of batman disappeared and which and which let's see the original villains of batman had disappeared or retired like bane for example in this in this future he just became in a in like a retirement home but like 
if you remember him using like venom to become strong, it's messed him up, and which he, now he's all messed up. And the other ones we don't really hear from them. Joker died, and in which he was buried in Arkham Asylum. If you've seen Batman the movie, Batman Beyond the movie, Return of the Joker. And let's see what who else. But I'm pretty. I remember. I don't. I think that was it. it I that was the only other ones. Oh yeah, Mister Freeze kind of returned in an episode. But, like, only for one episode because there was something about his body that could be used to heal someone else's body. But he was the bad guy and he caused him to come back to life so that he could save his life. But he only came back for one episode, then he disappeared. And which, yeah, some of the original villains came back. But it also, Batman Beyond also created some new villains. In which... In which that also created a whole new storyline for Batman. I mean, Batman Beyond wasn't from from any original comic or anything. You know, this show became really popular. I mean, a lot of people watched it in the 90s, like, a good amount. Of, I don't remember how much, but I remember it was one of the popular things that I grew up. Let's see. And it created a lot of interesting villains. Like, you know, we all know Clayface. He's one of the one of the villains that Batman has in the original series. But this version of it was, that I thought it was Clayface, but it's actually called, a person called Ink was a villain to Batman Beyond. But anyways... I'm talking too much about the villains and and the past when I should be talking about the future and what's happened. So in in the episode Rebirth, there's this new kid, right? Terry McGinnis. Just a normal, an an average high schooler who has a girlfriend named Dana. And just, you know, he messes up sometimes in his life. But I mean, he, he has strong respect for the law and what's right. And he's very athletic. So... Anyways, in that episode, he's just on the on the train, just heading to school, in which, in which all of a sudden, the news comes on, which to talk about like crime and everything, and all of a sudden, a Joker, which is a gang that, like, which is really messed up gang, which like idolizes the clown, the Joker, and which he tries to mess with people, and then all of a sudden, Terry saves the day and kicks, kicks the butt out of that Joker. So yeah, and what else? What else? And when she saves the day, and he goes to school, and when she sees Dana, and he does everything normal. So then I don't remember what what it was in the episode of he got in a fight with his father and the father ground. I know his parents were divorced, and which he had his little brother. I think it was Max, or I don't remember, but his little brother would always be with, would be with his mom, and he would be with his dad, and which. And which during that night, Mac Terry wanted to go out and a, out on wanted to go dancing with his girlfriend that night, but the dad said no. And which the dad was a very weird person in the story, but I mean he was I think he was paranoid because he found out something that another coworker found out about what the guy was, which is Max Powers, which was would eventually become Blight, another interesting Batman Beyond villain that would. Be kind of like the Joker for this version of Batman, but I mean he wasn't crazy like the Joker, but he was just he wasn't he was like one of the main people I would say. And that, see what else? What else? That it was like some kind of like gas, kind of messed weapon, and which it wasn't good at all. It was just it hurted people, in which the guy who gave the information to his dad got infected by it in which I think he disappeared in which we don't know what happened to him and which so then the, the dad goes Max calls the dad in which 
back in that and back in the company in a flashback he sees of max talks to the dad in which he asks him if he knows anything about what happened in which max and the dad knew about something that was happening but he lied and also whether it this because he said something that he stole to the dad and in which max was giving him kind of an evil face towards him and which I think that's what made the dad paranoid. Anyways, back to what with Terry fighting with his dad. After, so Terry just left anyways after after his dad grounded him. And which he didn't care. And which he left to go with Dana. And which then... And then right when he left, there was a, a mean, an evil person waiting outside. In which that foreshadowed what would happen to his dad. Which we all know. And which... so. Moving on to Terry, we see Terry going on, going to the club with, well, he was, he wants to go dancing with his girl, and which, he sees one of the bullies he fought earlier, I didn't mention this part, but it, because I didn't think it was very, very important, so Dana stops, and then all of a sudden, in which that bully that came out earlier was, was in a nice car and everything, in which Dana stopped Terry from starting some kind of fight with, with with them two again, in which all of a sudden the Jokers come out again, which I already told you what the Jokers are. They look for trouble, which they they idolize the clown. So they they made some trouble. They they actually damaged the bully's car a little bit, in which they hurt the bully. But and which but the messed up thing that they did though was that they took Dana from Terry, in which I think we all know what happens when you try to take someone's girl. So when that happens, Terry fights back. He he saves Dana. And which, and which he does some really cool moves. And which it's just weird. It's like he he, it's like his role that would play as Batman was like made to be. Now remember that because made to be is something important, which I'll tell you later. And which what else? What else? So he fights, he fights him in really cool ways, and he gets on a motorcycle. Then they have a chase, and which basically the chase for some reason the chase leads. All the way out to the old Gotham, where and then all of a sudden we end up in Wayne Manor, which is the home of Bruce Wayne slash A.K.A. Batman, and which, and which the Joker's corner him, but and which I you would think the Joker's would end Terry, but that didn't happen. And old Bruce Wayne with his dog, and remember the dog, everyone, because the dog is like one of the coolest things in the show. If his name is Ace, the Bat Hound. But so Bam, so Bruce Wayne, an old Bruce Wayne comes out, to, and he's, and he's like, "What are you doing? You're trespassing on private property." And 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 Terry was like, "I got this." And which, and which, but Bruce still helped. And which, the Joker's come to him. Who do you think you are, old man? We're the Joker's. And then Bruce made a smirk towards the Joker's because I mean we all know Bruce fought the real Joker, in which we all know how the real Joker was really messed up and which he <laughs> Bruce made a smirk at the Joker leader and he said and he said uh, sure you are and a little fun fact guys of in the scene the scene was actually inspired in the movie The Dark Knight which was the one with of the, from the Dark Knight trilogy the second one and which if you guys know what it is you probably know what it is I'm not going to get too much into it, just to, just to let you know, because the show impacted some other things, which which is weird. I find the show kind of weird at the same time, because it did some some weird things. Uh, f- let's see what else. 
So then they fight the Jokers. And then I find out how Bruce fights them. He's cool. I mean, which that shows you should never mess with an old man like Bruce. Because Bruce fought them all well, and as well as Terry. And which they all got away. And which <laughs> Terry was was very surpri- surprised to see a person like that. But then all of a sudden, Bruce falls down. Because once again, the reason why he stopped being Batman was because of his heart. So Terry brought him took him up to the to the manor and to give him his pills and then Terry be, was just looking looking around the house and being curious because they were think he was thinking to himself how can a person like this fight like that and which he he sees a bat in, in the in the grandfather clock in which I think we guys know what the grandfather clock is there for and which it leads to the bat cave and which Terry being <laughs> Terry going in there the the first thing he sees is the bat he sees like the Batmobile and the other and the other vehicles, and then he sees the Batsuit, and it was like. Then he says, then he says that, and then he says that. What do you call it? No wonder why the man, the old man, could fight. And then all of a sudden, Bruce w- comes down and hits him with the with his cane and kick and kicks him out of the house. In which the bat bat hound Ace k- kicked them out, and then so then Terry gets back to his home, and then. We all know what happens. Well, it's best we don't talk about that part, actually. So then, then, and then Terry feels guilty in which things happen. And so then I think he goes for, like, revenge, something like that. Or, like, find the truth. Because he did find the uh, disc of what I told you earlier about the person giving to his dad about something messed up happening with the Max Powers, which will become Blight, which was the villain of... And what she found it, which was like a, gimmick, a, a chemical something, and which was messed up. And which so then Terry goes back to Wayne Manor. He he t- he tells them what's really happening. And which Bruce doesn't want to do. Just tells them to go to the police. And which and which he didn't really get the outcome what he wanted of Terry. So that happens. And which. I wish so then he steals the suit and when she goes to to where Wayne slash power industries happen which long story short Bruce Wayne's company in the future versus another company that company wanted Bruce's company to put him together so that he could they that they he could own it and take over everything and become rich I mean it's like kind of like the real business world so, so anyways what else so he goes to that place in which he fights some people. He sees them giving the chemical, chemicals. Yeah, it was chemicals. That's what it was. That were, but we were going to use it in very bad ways. So then all of a sudden Bruce Wayne stops the suit of what Terry was fighting in. And which then all of a sudden the guards beat him up. And which Bruce all of a sudden felt like something good in him. Returned to, turned on the suit again, which Terry fought him. And which, long story short, Max Powers was there. And which... And which then he, they on they got on the the plane, it was like kind of like a futuristic plane, and which he didn't believe at first Batman was there. I mean, yeah, no one would believe him. It's been thirty years since Batman was last seen, and which, yeah, that happens. He fights all the chemicals spill out. Max gets infected with him, which he becomes blight. His he becomes like a weird kind of person, and which he would be one of the villains that will become part of the series.
of the Batman Beyond series, and which that was just rebirth. Then all of a sudden, which that was just one episode. What I just said, rebirthing. So I think I said like an hour episode, a thirty minute episode, and seventeen minutes. And which at the end of that episode of Bruce comes to his mom's house in the apartment. Well, not a house, it's an apartment. And which, and which he offers him a job to help him. Which, which you know, that would be the beginning of a new Batman in the story. And which, which is really, it's, it's a really cool series I recommend. 10 out of 10 to go see it. And which, it, it gives a new story. It connects with people at a young age. It gives like a new vibe to it of what it, of a new story. It's not in which it doesn't go on any comic books, not in which comic books are now based off that show. And which this show would also come again on other shows like Justice League Unlimited in the epilogue, like this ending of Batman Beyond and and other story and other episodes of Justice League Unlimited. So that was just rebirth. There's other great episodes. I can just I'm gonna tell you some of them without spoiling. Like there goes from from like, but like I said, it goes weird. Like it goes from like mutations of people, like like people are being offered like mutations in the future, like to change who they are, which Batman has to stop it. So I'm gonna tell you it's one of the episodes. Then there's another episode where, where like, Mister Freeze and comes back. But, like, he's kind of a good guy now. But, it, like, something turns him bad again. And which... And then another episode. Being there. Oh. Another episode is, like... I'm trying to remember the episodes. But, I mean, it was... The, that's just some of the episodes that are really cool. Oh, yeah, there was one that was kind of like the Fantastic Four happening. But I mean, and which I recommend you guys go watch it. I think there was only three seasons. It's a really good show. If if you have nothing to do, or like if and if you're a DC fan or like any fan of of superheroes, I recommend go watch it. Well, that's that's it for my TV show review. It's really cool. It has like a good it has a good storyline. It gives us something new that because. And what else I can say. It's just it's just a really good show to be honest, and that's it. Now onto the uh, Splatoon segment. So guys, on to the last segment of the night, the New York the nineteen sixty eight New York Jets for my NFL team of the week. Guys, I know it's gonna be a short segment, but I'm doing this because. It's a long history for the New York Jets, and which I decided to talk about one of the the important ones, which are the nineteen sixty eight New York Jets. Reason why is because they won the Super Bowl, and plus, if it wasn't for this team at that time, the Super Bowl wouldn't be important. It would be probably forgotten, and just, and which the both leagues would have separate teams. Which at this time there was two leagues competing against each other for football in the U.S., which was the AFL, the American Football League, which the New York Jets were in, which I believe there were eight teams at that time, and the other team being the National Football League, NFL, which I think had 16 teams also at the time. So anyways, long story short, team. So there was the owner brought the Jets, which the Jets back then were, were known before as the New York Titans, and which they became the New York Jets. 
reason why they called the Jets is because the team, I think the team was going to move to a stadium or move to a stadium which had an airport, which the airport had Jets, and which they thought of the idea of Jets because the airport was right next to the stadium, and which that's the reason why they called them the New York Jets, and which that's the reason... And which that's a pretty cool, which is pretty interesting. Like, I never find, I never knew why they called it the New York Jets until I found out about that. So, 1968, right? So, a little bit back before that. So, so team owner buys Jets, which were the Titans back then. He also signs with a legend, a legend that would be, be a Hall of Famer in the future, Joe Namath. And which Joe Namath was a pretty cool, important person person in which he would go on to win the Super Bowl three and be the MVP. He was very important when they signed him that the, the owner wouldn't tell to the people nor the news how much money that they signed him. The only thing that he said was that that it was a lot of money in which I bet it was a lot of money. So anyways, Jets get this guy. And also another person that will be very important in this team was Don Mayard. Don Mayard was, forgive me if I said his last name wrong, I'm pretty sure it's Minor or something like that. So, this guy came from the Giants, normal guy, cool guy. Uh, but the problem was that he he made a lot of mistakes, in which the Giants didn't like him because of that, in which they released him, so, in which he went to go on with the Jets. same pro- In which the problem here with the Jets is that he did the same thing, he was messing up. So, I think it was the owner or the coach that came up to him, in which the Don was like, to them, to him, saying that don't talk to me if you're gonna release me, or if you're, unless you're gonna release me, trade me, or something like that. And which he wanted a contract, he wanted his contract contract fix. So the guy was like, like he was making him offer. He wrote on a note on a piece of paper and gave it to him on his chest. And I think that's how it was. And he was like, "Here, how's that?" And which Don was like, was like, "Man, equipment guy makes more money than that." And then he gives him another offer and does the same thing on his chest. How about that? And, oh, man, come on. Don was like, even a taxi driver makes more money than that. So the guy makes one last offer to him to to fix his contract in with the Jets. And he was like, was like, here, I'm going to make you an offer. The guy was telling Don, which Don was a wide receiver. And which now you see why I'm saying he makes mistakes. But that would all change. So he makes him this offer, right? Here, making this offer. Take it and don't tell no one what you're making on this team. In which Don was like, cool with it. So then Don went to Joe. And which, he had the, in which Joe and Don were basically like the triplets of the Cowboys. said there was no third person. Don came to Joe and he said, here, I'm going to make you a great quarterback, but you're going to make me a great wide receiver. And we're going we're gonna to talk about every play before it happens. What's, no, what's the plan? For every play, so which these two work together, and which these guys would help went help them help the Jets go to the Super Bowl. Unless you want to talk, and then another person that you might want to talk about is I think he was a defensive and our defensive tackle for the for the New York Jets. Really good person. I forgot his name, but he was as good. Like you can, he, for the people who don't know what he's like, he's like Mean Joe Green. If you know who he is, number seventy five for the Steelers, cool guy, and also defensive end. Number 74, Bob Lilly, which he was like that before the Jets. But we're not going to talk about him too much yet, but he is very important. That helped the defense, the defense of the Jets. But I'm going to focus more on Joe and Dom because John, those two were like very important. 
that helped win the New York Jets the Super Bowl and changed everything. So these guys would would go on to win a, some some games in which here's the thing: Joe was unresponsible, and with Joe being unresponsible, caused consequences in the team. Joe was that kind of person that was like having fun, didn't care too much about being responsible, and which yeah, I, I see why that happened because. He's also known as Broadway Joe, which is a good thing. So Joe Namath was like a, a celebrity, basically. So in which people loved him, in which because of who he was and how he did things in the football team. So he would go on to do crazy things, drink, you know, drink alcohol, do all those messed up things, and which that caused that was that was the significant thing that hurt the Jets. There was a time when the Jets were there like hours, getting about to play the game, ten minutes before the game. And Joe was the only one that was in there, and he got there within those last ten minutes before the game started. And which the team was, and the the team and the staff were like, "We need to fix this." And Don couldn't even help him. So when that happened, uh, they had to give response. The staff was like, "We need to make Joe captain to give him some responsibility," which he did. They did, and which Joe became responsible after that. I'm just saying in in a short way because. That was a long process of what happened, and plus, I don't have that much time talking with when I'm recording this part of the segment. I know it's going to be a little long. I know the episode is going to be long, but I recorded these in different days. So, anyways, that happened. That happened, and and then another problem happened with Joe. But I'm not saying the bad things. With, I'm not going to say the bad things with Joe. I'm going to also say the great things with Joe because I think Joe Namath was a pretty awesome guy. Anyways, except for those things that he did. So Joe then, then Joe would inter- get intercepted a lot. And which the Jets would have gone to the Super Bowl in 1967, which was Super Bowl two at that time, if they hadn't made, if Joe hadn't made these mistakes. He got intercepted a lot. I think it was 12 interceptions that game or less. But I know it was a lot, like in the five, in the fives and up ranges. In which they lost it. And I think it was the Oakland, Oakland or LA Raiders at that time. Anyways, they lost. But Joe would learn from his mistakes and be the, and be the better person. So in 1968, once again, AFL, they're trying to make it to the top, win the championship in the AFL and go into the Super Bowl. In which, okay, they had some mistakes at first. They lost three games. In which then they would go on to win. Last time I checked, it was 16 games. Or I think it was 14 games. Let me check. It was 11 games. So, anyways, they would they they would go on to win eleven games after Joe once again learned from his mistakes. And here's the thing I really like about Joe Namath: Joe Namath doesn't give up, no matter how hard he gets knocked out, no matter how hard he how how long something is, he he finds a way to succeed at the end. Like there was every team caused pain to him when they, he was playing, but the team that caused the worst pain to him was the Oakland or LA Raiders, in which. Man, that game, I saw the replay of that game from, from 1968. They broke they broke Joe Namath's, I think, cheekbone. And in which that team would go on to go breaking more parts of him. Like in the AFL championship that will lead to them to be in the Super Bowl, they broke his, his pinky finger and caused, in which I think they hurt him. I don't remember. I know they hurt him more in some way. Oh, man, I just got it. Uh, live video. Uh, just ignore that part. 
So, in which the Raiders were pretty were pretty messed up at that time. They caused illegal moves, but I mean, you know, I mean, I mean, you'll do anything to win, right? I mean, I'm not agreeing with it, but like, you know, most of the time people want to win, right? So, anyways, what else? What else? So, anyways, the Jets caused the most pain. Back before we get to the AFL championship, Jet, uh, Joe didn't give up, in which that gave courage to the Jets, in which they believed in winning, in which they won that game, and then go on to the AFL. Then flash forward, they go on to the AFL championship after those other games. And it's funny how Joe, okay, the people were asking Joe, so after the game, Joe, when they saw Joe all messed up from the beatings that he got from the Raiders, it was funny how Joe responded to the media and the people. He was like, I just ate a bad steak this morning when he broke his when they, they broke his uh, cheek, cheekbone because he said that he didn't want to give any advantage to the to the opponent, which I like that. Like he doesn't show he doesn't show weakness no matter how hard it is he faced. Even Don Mayer did the same thing. So anyways, fa- fast forwarding, they played the Graders that time again, which still hurted him of and which the only way the Jets will make it to the Super Bowl is. No, I'm thinking I'm messing. No, I'm not messing this up. Um, I know, guys. I'm I'm going back and forth, but like this. Now we're going fourth now. So again, they play them, in which they hurt them, in which they the Jets still beat the Raiders dome, but they just needed needed the Raiders to go against the Chiefs to determine if they go with them against the AFL Championship, in which Don Mayer said that he hated both of those teams, the Chiefs and the Raiders, and in which. They were like, they caused the most pain to them. And which he, he saw, and which the Raiders won at the end. And which in a TV show, in an interview, like in the, those black and white episodes, like old TVs, no, in those black and white episodes back then, he was saying in an interview that he he wanted the best team. I think it was Joe or Don. He wanted the best team to go against him because to really know who's the best is the one that wins. So... Which funny, Joe got a got like a watch, like presented him by the team. I think, I know for sure that. Anyways, they play against them again. It's gonna be the third time the whole season they play against them. I think because the first one was, they still took a beating the Jets, and like in the first few weeks, and again near the postseason for the AFL, and then again in the playoff. Well, not the not the, like near the postseason, and they play against them. I think it was the playoffs, or I don't remember, but I know it was what determined. The AFL championship. The person who goes to the AFL champ. What am I talking about? This is the team that goes to the AFL championship. It's, it's the Raiders against the Jets. So anyways, moving on to that. They play against them. And man, he took a beating that team. Players were getting injured like like super fast and bad. And which the Jets were fighting with the Raiders. I mean, I guess you can call them their rival. In which they hurt Joe really bad. They made some illegal, illegal uh, tackles that even the NFL recognizes. Like some of the plays that the NFL, I think they said was that. No, they didn't think. No, they did say this that that some of the some of the plays that they did to tackle Joe were legal, and then some of the plays were not. Like he was already out bounds one time, Joe, in which they he in which. The Raiders like just still knocked him down even though he was out. And which here's the thing that Joe, like I said about Joe, he doesn't give up. Neither did Don. 
and which Don also got injured from the Raiders game because in the Super Bowl he didn't catch not I don't think not one touchdown or or receiving in, but he still played because he didn't want to give up. So, anyways, long story short, of Namath beats them, the team beats them, which and which here's and which and which Joe says one of the most coolest things that would forever be in NFL history. And which one of the main things the Jets will remember of that he guarantees the win. Like he says that we're gonna win for sure. And which not even Joe Namath remembered that himself when he said I think he was in the locker room. No, he's he was in the locker room saying that to the media. And which the whole Jets were like and which the next day the Jets were like t- telling Joe to come in, he was like, Did you really say this? And which it was funny. I think that's what what happened. Because the other team that they were facing was the Baltimore Colts. And here's the reason why the New York Jets are super important. See, if it wasn't for the New York Jets, like I said, they would, the Super Bowl wouldn't be important. Because the NFL was wrecking the, 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 the AFL, which is the American Football League. And which at this time, people were probably seeing like the National Football League was the best league in the whole American football sport. And which is probably the Super Bowl was just becoming more of like a like a side thing. Like the championships are more important now. <sighs> like the AFL and NFL championship. So who knows? Probably if the Jets didn't win against the Colts, they, the Super Bowl would have been forgotten. And probably in an alternate timeline, that would have happened. So, so after the Jets guaranteed the win of... The whole media was like, nah, the NFL's going to win. But that they were shocked at him saying that, which that changed the whole game. So anyways, playing the, in the Super Bowl, Super Bowl three, Orange Bowl, against the Baltimore Colts, which they had Johnny Unitas. Which the funny thing is, Joe Namath looked up to Johnny Unitas, but Johnny Unitas didn't play as a starting quarterback, like I think near the end. Which if Johnny Unitas, if you know, Indianapolis legend, well, not Indianapolis, Colts legend, Hall of Famer, I think. One of the, one of the most interesting players I see. Not see of. You know what I'm trying to say. Like one of the most, like like very weird but cool f- players I've ever seen. So, anyways, they they were with the top. They were the NFL's representative for the for the NFL this year. The last two Super Bowls were represented by the Packers. I wonder what if the Packers won against the Jets. Probably would have won. Who knows? Vince Lombardi was a legend. He knew how to play the game of football and coach the game of football. And yeah. Anyways, I'm I'm gonna like summarize this. I'm gonna like say it really short. Of some key things were like in the Super Bowl, Jets had Don Meyer, in which he in which like I told you in the Raiders, he injured himself really bad from that game, which he didn't, in which. Even though he was injured, he still played in the game, but he didn't catch nothing because he didn't want to give the, any advantage to the to the opponent. Which I really like that Don Mayer say that. Like, see the thing about the I like about the Jets, they didn't give up during that time. So which yeah, in which the, all the Colts were going for him because they knew he was the star receiver at the time, but they went for a different person. So I wish the game would end at the at the time sixteen seven Jets win. Colts lose 16-7, like I said. MVP being Joe Namath at the Orange Bowl Stadium, and which the Jets won, in which they changed the whole game forever. And a little fun fact of 
the cost of a 30 second commercial at the time was 55,000. Why I say that is because of for a commercial now it is about let's see. Oh, 5.25 million dollars. So, yeah. I mean, I that is does that sound important? Maybe not, but like it's it's interesting to see how time back then was like things were cheaper and now things are expensive. But anyways, they win, but that win would come at a terrible price. The Jets will not win another Super Bowl for 50 years. And, man, that sucks because, man, I, I think the Jets are a pretty interesting team. In which, in which, yeah, they wouldn't win for another 50 years. But at least they're not the only team that hasn't won a, a Super Bowl in a while and the only ones that have won. There's also the Kansas City Chiefs, which I was watching them this in the Super Bowl and I was thinking the Chiefs were going to beat this. The Patriots, in which I thought the Super Bowl was going to be the Chiefs against the Rams, but it didn't happen. And which they won, a, the Patriots beat the Chiefs by, by a touchdown in the overtime. Anyways, back to the Jets. They wouldn't win another one. And which Joe Nath would be like the only MVP that the Jets ever have, and which that would be their only Super Bowl appearance. So, yeah. So, anyways. That was it. That's it for the story of the Jets. Uh, hopefully they win in a Super Bowl now because, but who knows, might take a while. I think they have a 15% or less chance of making it back to the Super Bowl because they're in the AFC East in which the Patriots are the championship and they're with them and the Buffalo Bills and the Miami Dolphins are with them. And plus, in which, who knows, they have LeVon Bell now signed from the Pittsburgh Steelers. But who knows, you can, one person can't, can't win a can't win a, a championship. They need the whole team to work. So who knows? But who knows? Well, thank you guys very much for listening to the pod to the episode and the podcast today. And I hope you guys have a good one. Next episode is gonna be this Saturday, I think. No, it's gonna be obviously this Saturday. I know. This Saturday, it's gonna be my. I'm gonna be reviewing San Antonio over the trip that I had in spring break. Uh, it's a lot of great play. A lot of great things. I'm gonna tell you on that episode. From restaurants to the boardwalk to the Riverwalk and the Alamo. And which I'm it's gonna be a whole episode for San Antonio and the next and which I'm gonna have a back to back episode with that on Sunday talking about another NFL team of uh, something of the NFL. I'm gonna be talking about the either iCarly for my T V show review or it's gonna be Ben 10, which I'm going to tell you, which it may seem like all of these TV shows I talk are good, but not all of them, but which let me tell you, Ben 10 is not a good one, but I'm not, I'm not trying to be biased here, but yeah. Anyway, and last one for my game review, I think it's going to be Apex or Splatoon. It's most likely going to be Splatoon because Splatoon is a really good game. Thank you guys very much for listening to the, to the episode and the podcast. Hope you guys have a good night, day, or whatever you're listening to this to. Whatever country you're from, from I was listening to, I was, I was reading an analytics. So, guys, 97% of the people that are listening to the podcast is from the United States. Yes. And 1% happen to be from Mexico. And the weirdest thing, and then I got one that was two people from Saudi Arabia. So, thank you guys for listening to my podcast all over the world. And... Like I said, I hope you have a good night, day, or whatever time it is. You heard it from MJ, and goodbye.
good night. Because I'm, I'm doing it from here. So good night at this time, 8.50 p.m. Yeah, good night.